This is Tell Me More About It, the podcast created to help ISU school psych students navigate the program. Today, we'd like to tell you more about psychosocial. Okay, so I'm getting a miniature Labradoodle. Yeah. Her name's Bella. I really wanted to name her Susan, but I named her Bella because a lot of people in my life do not like the name Susan for this dog. Why not? I think it's a great name. Right? Bella? Do you know that after I chose the name Bella? Bella's too common. Yep. Number one most common name for a dog really? is Bella. Yeah, that's great. I am not happy. Change I it. want Susan. Make it Susan. Well, Suze, Susie. <laughs> Right? Yeah. Susan, no peeing in the house. Right. When you get upset, bring out the Susan. (laughs) I'll just call her Bella as a nickname, but her real name's Susan. And so when I get mad, I'll be like, Susan, Bella. (laughs) Jess, whose dog is this? My dog. Who gets to name the dog? Me, not my mom. Me. What are you going to name the dog? Well, her name's Bella. But I'm (laughs) like... But that being said, picture this. This is a mini dog, right? She's going to grow to about 15 pounds. Okay. Okay. I bought this outfit (laughs) that you're totally going to judge me for. I'm not a mini dog person, right? Like I've grown up with black labs. I've always said I hate miniature dogs. You don't strike me like a miniature dog person. No, I am a big dog person, but this dog was returned. They don't like, they didn't like this dog. So I was like, well, yeah, I'm going to take it. Like, no one likes her. They're like, you can only take this dog if you were, if you like the um, bad kid in the classroom. And I'm like, that's my job. (laughs) So, okay, picture this. Okay. It's a miniature outfit for a miniature dog. It's all I want to hear. I want to hear one thing. Mighty Ducks jersey. That's all I want to hear. Oh, that would have been good. No. Baby pink, like, okay. baby pink outfit, yeah. like a onesie. Mm-hmm. Adidas brand, it says Adidog on it. <laughs> what? Why was that a purchase? Why would you? It was $7. <laughs> and is this? It's so cute. I'll show you a picture, but this is will not be helpful for the podcast. Oh man, that. Oh man. Oh, it's so. <laughs> so, I posted on my Instagram. I'm not this type of person, but I posted oh, a poll. You're breaking character in so many ways right now. I, I know, right? I small dog naming it Bella, putting posting it on your Instagram, Instagram, and now my post is gone. It must have been over 24 hours ago. I was going to check how many people voted. Well, that being said, I posted on Instagram yesterday. Yeah. This poll. Sure. Like, should I purchase this? And 80% of people said yes. How many followers do you have? Who who, who are these people? (laughs) Okay, so you won't be surprised. If you had to guess one person that said no, who would it be? Steph. Yep. (laughs) Steph said no. And then the other people that said no... Mm-hmm. people like 
hopefully they don't listen to this, but people I don't really know that well. <laughs> so I was kind of offended that yeah. they said no. I'm like, you just don't answer a poll if you don't know someone. Like, why are you answering my poll and making my ratings go down? <laughs> we both know that's not how the internet works, okay? I was pissed. Like, yeah. If you don't approve this, then don't answer my poll. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that completely goes against the point of a poll, okay? If you put a question up and you bully someone into saying the only one answer, it it invalidates the whole... That being said, 80% said yes. So I went on Amazon last night and I purchased that a D-Dog pink. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a database decision maker, yeah, okay? right, right. <laughs> So today, let's talk about psychosocial. All right, let's do it. Um, uh, first thing with psychosocial, what comes to mind? Five, number five. I probably didn't even put my hand up like that. <laughs> Why does number five come to mind? Um, because the maximum case caseload for psychosocial is five, but one of those is a tap. You have a tap group and that is actually part of your psychosocial obligations. Mm -hmm. Now that can look different. Uh, you can be running a social skills group or you can work for Sprouts, right? Yeah. So it may not be the same for everyone. Mm -hmm. Or you could have an individual client through tap as like your tap part of your psychosocial, but we should okay. do another podcast one day about tap. Right. So here's the thing. Oh, it's it's categorized as one of the five cases. It takes a lot of time. Yeah, and I would say psychosocial is divided into two things. Mm -hmm. Your four clients and then your tap. So, yeah. because that's just what it is. I don't and, even think of uh, them as the yeah. same, right? No, no. Right. And you have psychosocial supervision once a week. That's two hours. And that supervision is divided into like psychosocial supervision with those four other clients and then tap. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's important to know that you're not going to get four clients right away. No, you um, may never, I never reached four clients. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you usually get one right away, right? So you have <laughs> your, your tap, you'll be assigned. So yeah, just to be clear with tap, you'll be assigned your tap, whatever that is, whether it's sprouts or you'll be running, a social skills group with somebody else, but then you'll also probably get a individual client for case, and that is the service within the clinic um, for psychosocial. It's counseling, right? But you may get a client, um, you can either get a client in the clinic or you can get one at a school in town. Mm -hmm. um, and so there's and gonna be some travel. A doc student, you're more likely to get the clinic client cases. Mm, yep, that's a good point, yeah. So I think I got my first um, case, and it was actually a clinic case, and I was a specialist at the time, but I got my first case right away, and mm -hmm. it was a family that came to the clinic, and I saw him all year. Yep. Um, I would I'm say- I'm the same. I okay. got a clinic case first too. Okay. Even though I was a specialist. That's just kind of how it worked out, I think. Yeah. And then but it it's kind of cool because this is like when you think 
of psychologists, the first thing that comes to my head is like therapy. And yeah. that's what this practicum is. It's psychosocial therapy and you do some assessment, um, like social emotional mm-hmm. assessment, but it's typically like social emotional concerns. So anxiety, depression, um, ADHD, I guess those are, yeah, ADHD, ODD, conduct disorder, yeah. um, risk, like suicidal mm-hmm. ideation, I guess mm-hmm. that comes in with depression, but yeah exactly these kids are coming in whether through a school who we have who isu has a relationship with or just through our clinic these kids are going to have social emotional or behavioral concerns and then it's our job to counsel them right Mm -hmm. so yeah so go ahead i was going to ask what were some of your if you if you think about the cases you had what were some of those referral concerns um adhd and odd I did some anxiety. Um, I did some social skills, even just outside of autism. Okay. Um, more like social skills for ADHD. Uh, a little depression, but I think those were the main ones. Yeah. What was your favorite case? Uh, my oppositional cases were my favorite. Uh, definitely. Yeah. yeah definitely yeah this is tricky i don't know exactly i like i want to talk about cases but obviously we can't talk about cases yeah um that's why i'm just saying like diagnosis i guess yeah yeah so some of these can be challenging um i know my i had a very challenging case in the clinic i felt and i think without getting into too much um i felt that what was interesting about that case is that I, it was necessary to work with the parent maybe as much as working with the kid. Yeah, that's an interesting part of psychosocial too is there's more parent training than I thought. Mm-hmm. But I think that comes with giving a child therapy. Yeah. Did you work with many teachers in psychosocial? Not directly. Um, Another thing that I totally forgot of until I just asked you that question is I had a consultation case. Oh, tell us about that. Yeah. So it was in an elementary school and I just did some like behavioral consultation in the classroom. And that was my first experience with behavioral consultation. Interesting. Um, and so you, I got to use a lot of like the skills I learned in consultation and also BMOD. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, it was fun. We did a lot of, I did a lot of assessment. I would say that's like one of my favorite consultation cases. I collected a lot of data. That's cool. What was your um, age range? Did you have more of a certain age or did you have a pretty good spread? I was all across the board. Mm-hmm. I was from like six years old to 18. What okay. I think they, so they try to do that. Um, I think mine skewed towards the younger. Um, mm-hmm. I did get one high schooler and I was... I was disappointed because it didn't last very long. Um, mm-hmm. and, and when you get into those older ages, they have the choice of whether to come or not. Yeah. And, he, and he chose not to come, which of course was <laughs> made me not feel great about how I was doing. So that was kind of hard. Um, you will have a fluctuation of cases. Like yeah. even if you get up to all four, and I think I did at one point, I got up to all four, um, some of the times they drop out. And so I've had, I remember some people in our cohort who, who got up to four, one dropped out, and then they, they got a replacement case. And mm-hmm. so 
they kind of cycle through some cases. That's how I was, I think. Okay, um, yeah. Definitely. There's some, some people do cases too where like they'll team up. Um, and so I had one case that lasted for like two minutes, but I teamed up with someone in my cohort yeah. and like I was going to work with the parents and she was going to work with the kid or vice versa. Um, so that's yeah. fun. Do you want to um, tell about how we almost teamed up for a group? Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. So we were leading TAP together and spending like, we spent copious amounts of time on TAP, like more than anyone else <laughs> has ever spent in mm -hmm. the history of TAP. Too much, objectively and too not, much. And it didn't, it did not help us. Like it was not like good time. Like, didn't help us, didn't help the kids. <laughs> like, Why were we, we doing it? You wasted time for some reason. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was fun and we did a lot of cool things. Oh, but I loved it. Yep. Regardless, we spent a lot of time together for TAP and then in Psychosocial, they were like, oh, it would be a great idea for Jess and Brian to lead a, another social skills group together. And we like, we were like, I just don't think do this. <laughs> I have, so my memory of this is it was probably, it was so late in the year. It was we had in like spring. Five weeks left. And we were all like across the board, not just you and I, but across the cohort, tired. You know. Yeah. Many of us had four cases. We had tap. And the prospect of getting a new case, any kind of new case, was ugh, yes. it's not something we wanted to do. Mm -mm. And mm -hmm. so when they told us we need some people to run a group, I think they might have asked like who didn't have a full caseload. And that was us. And neither of us did because like my kid dropped out. You must have had a kid that dropped out. And so they started to, f to say that we should, we should uh, run this group. And I remember saying something like, I remember you reacting. <laughs> you know, ex no. ex expressing, yeah, yeah you can't Don't do that. Don't put us in that situation again. <laughs> We've got too much going because we're like pretty similar where we were like just so dedicated to this tap group mm -hmm. and it was just too much. Right. And I, and I said something out loud like, can you imagine what that would do to our friendship? Like in, <laughs> oh, like, what do you think it would have done? Uh, nothing, nothing good. Nothing <laughs> Let's talk about supervision and we're off, we're getting off, tech. off track. So there's typically like three supervisors, professors, mm -hmm. and you'll be assigned to one. But the cool thing is that after first semester, you get switched. So you have mm -hmm. another supervisor. And I would say um, that this will happen no matter who it is. They're all very different. Everyone is such a different supervisor, um, has such a different background. Mm -hmm. um, that it's I really enjoyed having different supervisors uh, yeah. for that. So, I liked this a lot. Yeah. And so you'll have two hours of group supervision. One of those will be for like those four clients that we were talking about. One will be for tap, um, but it'll be like the same class. Um, and then you'll meet with your individual supervisor once a week. Mm -hmm. And um, at the beginning it's developmental. So at the beginning, they help you out a little bit more. And mm -hmm. at the end, I feel like, at least for myself, I came in and just like had things and kind of knew where to go and what to do. Yeah. I would say, um, 
I think it's important to say, because I think this is a pretty commonly shared opinion, that no one feels ready for psychosocial. Yes. Yes, that's a really good point. And no one, not no one, but like, it's hard to feel effective your first time doing therapy. Right. It's a, it's a pretty daunting position um, because it's so, I think our program is really, you know, it's data based decision making. They, They do a good job of training us on how to gather data and, and, and see progress Mm-hmm. in that way in like quantifiable ways and it's in my mind much harder to do so with psychosocial cases yeah when you're trying to treat depression anxiety trauma uh, yeah tension it's harder to see and so it can be um a little more discouraging it's to see growth especially yeah. if you're only with them for like six weeks because they move or they don't want to come anymore or parents are like this isn't effective after six weeks like what what are you supposed to do yeah yeah the best advice I ever got was to just like be with the client like Mm. instead of like thinking about how you're going to take data or is this Mm -hmm. working or what am I doing today or I'm not taking up all the time because these sessions are so long with a six-year-old just like be there like Mm -hmm. be there for them be in the moment and like be present that was the best advice I ever got it's really good advice. I always wanted to see progress. And I think you're also going to feel that from your supervisors. They also want you to see progress. Yeah. But at the same time, um, like you just said, it is, and they will say this, it's important just to be there. Because yeah. they don't have this resource anywhere else. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there were definitely times when I was, I didn't feel um, very effective. And it was discouraging. Um, but yeah it's a it's a process and yeah I did think um psychosocial was a great training opportunity though yeah um because you have to do like case presentations so you get Mm. comfortable like talking about your client and presenting your case and it's fun to get feedback from your peers um yeah I'm glad you brought up case summaries or case presentations because that's a that's a part of a big part of group supervision when you do go and meet as a cohort with uh, the three supervisors at certain points. I don't remember how many times we did this, but you have to prepare your presentation about like, tell me, tell us about your kid, the referral concern, what you're working on and that kind of thing. So it gives you a way to both process it and then learn how to present it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it, it was helpful. Um, overall, I liked it. It was frustrating not to see progress right away, but yeah, I, I, really enjoyed one of my <laughs> clients i really enjoyed one of my clients and and i i felt like i wasn't really effective with too many others um but i always try to remember that one case because i think i did something valuable there and so i try to remember that yeah. um one other thing i just remembered sometimes you might get a group so i had a group with another clinician mm-hmm. And it wasn't, I mean, it was supposed to be a group, it ended up just being two people. It's not uncommon in psychosocial to be, um, to be paired up, kind of like what you said earlier, but with like a group of kids. So you'll be trying to do group therapy with, um, I don't know, it, it kind of depends on the group. Hopefully not too big, but I've heard of groups that are like four or five. Or yeah. yeah, in like the public schools or even potentially at the PSC. Yeah. One thing too about psychosocial, like I haven't done therapy per se since then Mm. um 
And so really take advantage of the learning opportunities you get there. Yeah, I'm sure it's different school district to school district, but in general, uh, I don't think school psychologists are seen as people who provide a lot of uh, counseling in the school. It's one of the reasons I picked like a therapeutic day school for my internship because I really wanted to get that counseling piece. That's right. Um, You're going to be really good. You're going you're gonna to get a really good experience and like so. really good skills out of that. I, I really hope so. That's why I chose it because that's like my, I have no counseling skills or not none, but like <laughs> limited Yeah. elementary level counseling skills. And I really want to like perfect that skill or like get better at it. Yeah. Yeah. So I've got a city already, but I know like you have more to say about psychosocially. Go yeah. ahead. I'm... <laughs> You are okay. This worries me. If you already have a city picked out, it, I didn't look it up. I all right. I don't know. What, is there anything else to add? Um, it's it's there's not no. It is what it is. It's very different for different people, right? Psycho ed is more easily like here's right. what happens in psycho ed. Psychosocial is going to be different for each person. Yeah. You get five clients. You might get two clients. Um, you might get kids with anxiety, you might get five-year-olds, you might get 18-year-olds. Yeah. Who knows? Just don't know. Can you say that without screaming at me? What is the weather in Boston? Okay. Was that professional enough for you? It was better. Okay. Should I try uh, again? One more time. One more take. What is the weather in Boston? That was good. Except that little laughter. You like immediately started to laugh. Okay. So I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess 55 degrees. 55? Ooh. You actually might be right. So it's. <laughs> Why would you react that way? And then say. May 12th. And then say that I'm right. Well, because it's 55 here, but you're right. Boston is... Do you think that's north of Milwaukee, Wisconsin? I bet you they're pretty close. I bet you they're pretty close. Hmm. Do you have a a guess yet? I think 55 is such a good guess. I'm going to go with 62. That far off? You, well, I'll let you. I'll let you. I mean, what am I gonna guess? Fifty-six. Then who's right? That would be kind of bad. Mean. Yeah. Austin. You ready for this? I'm ready. What is I can't it? Can't with this game anymore. <laughs> what is 54. it? Fifty-four. <laughs> You're like. How many degrees? Away. One. Uh, bingo, you, bingo, bongo. You hit the bullseye. Yeah. Can you get any closer? Well, bullseye would be like the actual number, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you play bingo, bingo, bongo? What's bingo, bingo, bongo? Is it a game? It's a golf game. Is it really? But I didn't know that until later in life. Like I've heard that phrase and then I had a coworker who said, who said it sometimes. And then after just, you know, talking with him, like he told me it was a golf. It's like a kind of a golf game. But I don't know the rules. Huh. Nope, never played. (laughs) 
Okay, so in summary, it's 54 degrees and I was one degree off, which is the closest anyone has ever been to guessing the temperature. Is that right? Podcast, yep. And yeah. you are beating me by 10 miles. Quite a few. You won last week, but yeah, yeah I've got a few on you. Um, so you need to like practice or up your game. Or I'll just something. have to keep watching the weather. Back to the gym. <laughs> I'll sit on the elliptical and watch the weather channel. Okay, I have one question for you. How much time are you spending watching the weather channel these days? Uh, zero. That is not nearly enough. <laughs> so I will up that by okay. about 5%. <laughs> What's 5% of zero? I need to get back to school here, people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you're never going back. Never going back, except for as a school psychologist. Mm -hmm.